Welcome in to Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, it's the first day of September, which means the great month of August is behind us. The Phillies start a huge series with the Brewers. Well, a big series with the Brewers. We'll discuss just how big of a series it is. We'll recap August, and I think we need to reset some expectations after that month. And off the poll, I got a question for you about the month that was so great for the Philadelphia Phillies. All of that on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. Locked On Phillies is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Connor Thomas, two years credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member, two years your host of Locked On Phillies. You can also hear me on the radio on 97.5 The Fanatic. Uh, catch me on the television on NBC Sports Philadelphia every once in a while, filling in all that good stuff here in the Philadelphia market. I uh, really appreciate you chiming in. Chiming in. I don't know why I said chiming in there. You can chime in. We're going to have off the poll coming up where you can let your voice be heard a little bit. But thank you for tuning in to Locked On Phillies. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube if you haven't yet done that. It's super quick and easy, and it gives you notifications when new episodes are posted. It takes two seconds. Cost you nothing. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to the YouTube. I would really, really appreciate it. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit Fandle.com slash locked on to get started. Maybe you look at the $200 in the bonus bets and you say, huh, the birds are about to start their football season. Maybe I throw some money on them to win the big one, to win it all. They went last year. Like that is talk that we can get into now because it is September 1st, folks. We've made it to September. The summer is getting close to being behind us. Labor Day weekend coming up. And this is when the baseball season really kind of turns into uh, crunch time. And the Phillies, well, they start in a very, very interesting spot. They're in Milwaukee to take on the Brewers to start a series tonight. The Phillies will play the Brewers. First pitch of tonight's game is at 8.10 p.m. up there in Milwaukee. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. Let's talk about why this is a big series for the Philadelphia Phillies. I said huge in the intro, and then I immediately walked it back. Uh, I don't know that any series are huge for the Phillies until you see a team get a little bit closer to them in the wild card standings. Like, I still think the Phillies stand pretty firmly in the top wild card spot. They're going to have big series somewhere down the line, unless they just consistently, like, win series the rest of the way and uh, lengthen that out, and then you'll feel comfortable the whole way. But it's because the Phillies and Brewers have an identical record. They're both 74 and 59. It's very rare that this late in the season you play a team with the same record as you. And it's also rare that that team who has the same record as you could be your first-round opponent. That's right. Yes, the Milwaukee Brewers, who currently lead the NL Central, they could be your opponent come wild card weekend. They're three games up on the Chicago Cubs in division right now. The Cubs are 71 and 62, and they're just not going away. The Phillies are... Obviously, even record with the Brewers at 74 and 59. But if the Cubs get hot, or rather stay hot in September, the way they were in August, well, they could catch the Brewers. 
And that can drop the Brewers down. And if the Phillies are ahead of them record-wise, it would be Milwaukee coming to Philadelphia for the wild card series. If the Phillies are behind them record-wise and the Cubs just get insanely hot, well, then it would be the Phillies going back to Milwaukee like they're doing starting tonight for the wild card series. So uh, as likely as it is, it's one of the teams trailing the Phillies right now that you see in the first round of the playoffs. It could possibly be the Milwaukee Brewers. That wouldn't be insane to say that the Brewers are – uh, a chance team for the Phillies to face. So this will be a good mark for them. It's kind of funny, right? If you beat them in this series, if you take two of three or whatever in the series against the Brewers, maybe you're opening the door to play them and they might be a better team than the Cubs. So do you want to lose them? Like, no, you don't want to lose them. It's just a very interesting situation right now. Obviously you want to beat the Brewers. You want to take two out of three. I'm just saying like beating them helps the Cubs who are chasing you then might have a better look to win the Central and do you rather play the Cubs with a month still to go we're not in kind of that pick and choose your opponent territory yet but it's still like a lot going on there it'll be a fun series though I mean looking at what's going on in tonight's game uh, the Phillies are minus 115 favorites so they're favored again they've got a 52.1 percent chance to win Wheeler's on the mound so Zach Wheeler's facing off against Freddie Peralta in tonight's game uh, the good thing about the Phillies matchup with the Brewers is as of right now, they're not scheduled to face Corbin Burns or Brandon Woodruff. Tomorrow's starter for Milwaukee's undecided. Nola will go for the Phillies tomorrow, Saturday night. That's a national game on Fox. And 1.05 p.m. Sunday is a Peacock game. That'll be Ranger Suarez versus Wade Miley. Wade Miley, who's been pretty darn good this year for Milwaukee, but still not one of those top arms. You avoid, depending on who goes tomorrow, um, you avoid Corbin Burns altogether in the series, which is nice. So it looks like a great opportunity for the Phillies to go out there and take two out of three. That's the expectation, right? Uh, you're playing a team that's even with you. I'm not expecting a sweep, but I don't expect this Phillies team with the way they've been playing to lose to anybody right now in a series. So two out of three is the goal. Uh, let's look at tonight's game specifically and dive a little bit deeper into the Wheeler-Peralta matchup. Wheeler's 10-6 and six on the year, uh, Peralta 11-8. and eight. Wheeler, uh, 359 ERA, Peralta, 395. Wheeler's really starting to, to figure it out a little bit on the mound, uh, looking much better as of late. He's got a 108 whip, Peralta, 117. I mean, rather comparable numbers. Uh, strikeouts. Wheeler's got 175 strikeouts in 158 innings. Peralta has 177 Ks in 139 innings, almost 20 innings less, and two more strikeouts. Peralta's a strikeout monster. He's a righty, so hopefully the lefties will have a chance to take him out of the yard. And he has given up 20 home runs this year. He's also given up 53 walks, which is 23 more than Wheeler's allowed. But that's the thing. A lot of walks, a lot of strikeouts. Peralta just has good stuff. He's a tough guy to square up. He has given up 20 home runs, though. So when he makes a mistake, you can take him out of the yard. So uh, we'll see. Very interesting kind of line there from Peralta to see how the, uh, the Phillies are going to do. Uh, looking at the numbers for uh, batting leaders for the teams, Kyle Schwarber has 37 home runs, the tops of Phillies. Uh, Willie Adamas has 21 homers. Uh, that's tops on the Brewers. Bryce Harper batting 308 is the best on the Phillies. Yelich, he was hot last time the Phillies saw the Brewers. She's batting 281, which is respectable, but the Phillies have multiple guys above that. Kyle Schwarber, 85 RBIs this year to lead the Phillies. Christian Yelich, 68 RBIs to lead the Brewers. I mean, the Phillies lead the Brewers in all three of those categories when it comes to their team leaders. The offense is better for the Philadelphia Phillies, and a lot of that has to do with the last month, but that's the key, right? The Phillies have a much better offense than Milwaukee, but the pitching is really good for the Brewers. So strength on strength. you got to hope to me. I think the offense is still going to be productive, but 
my number one key to this series is getting really good starting pitching. Save the bullpen, who's been struggling a little bit. Don't give up the lead early. I would love to see the Phillies score first in all three of these games. They're perfectly capable of doing it. Doesn't mean they're going to win all three, but get out early. Have good starts where you don't struggle through the first, second, or third innings. Like That's the number one thing I'm going to be looking for because I already know the ceiling of this offense is one of the greatest offensive months in Major League Baseball history. But yeah, start it out right. Uh, get settled in on the mound. And then maybe get to the fifth, sixth inning with no runs given up. Or a two-to-one lead because you hit an early two-run home run and you only gave up one after that. Like uh, That would make me feel much more comfortable. And I'm also going to be keeping uh, Craig Kimbrell if he gets save opportunities in the series. How does he look? Because he's had a couple of rough outings. We'll see that all plays out. But uh, I like the Phillies' chances in the series. It's a really good benchmark after playing a couple bad teams on this last homestand they had. Now you play a team that's as evenly matched with you as any other team in baseball, record-wise at least. And the team you could, it's not out of the realm of possibility you could see in October. So take care of business against the Brewers. Road series. Go out there, beat them up, and then we'll move on to the next series in September and get that much closer to the postseason. Coming up, though, before we move fully on to September, even though it is September 1st, I want to take a look back at the month of August and just have a second, not just to reflect on yesterday's game like I did yesterday, but all the moments that happened in August and how wild of a month it was for the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll get into that coming up as we continue uh, today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. I mean, FanDuel's absolutely awesome. And you know what's coming up. September means football season. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. That's the best time to join FanDuel, right? The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything. I think that's supposed to say bet on everything, from spreads to player props and more. There's so much that you can bet on there. It's great opportunity. Futures bets is a really good thing to look at this year. Player awards for the NFL. Big game winners. Who's going to take home the championship? A lot of options for you to choose from. And there are two front runners, and one of them plays here in Philly. A lot of great stuff. You can use those uh, free bets you get on because, again, listen, $5. You bet $5, you get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. It's a great deal. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's uh, jump into a review of the month of August. I don't normally do this, but I'm doing this because of the month that the Phillies had. And yes, by 8, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight, we're going to flip the calendar over. That's when the Phillies take on the Brewers. That's first pitch time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. Yeah, I saw a post from the Phillies on Twitter with some pictures from August. And I was like, wait, all that was the same month? So, yeah, let's go back. I don't know if you realize this because it might feel like forever to you. Michael Lorenzen's no-hitter, that game was in August. That game was insane. You had Michael Lorenzen's no-hitter. You had Weston Weston Wilson's home run, like his his first career major league home run and his first major league at bat. You had Nick Castellanos' 200th career home run. Like – that was one of the great regular season games in the history of Citizens Bank Park and Philadelphia Phillies baseball. That was in August. 
you had, I don't know if you heard about this, it's a little known story about the Philadelphia Phillies. There are, there are some whispers, but it didn't get a lot of national attention. Oh, wait, yeah, it did. Trey Turner's standing ovation was this month. All he did was go on to have his best month of the season so far. Absolutely insane numbers from Trey following the standing ovation. That was incredible. I mean, you had 59 home runs to choose from, an offensive surge, the best offensive power month in the history of the franchise, and you capped it all off with Bryce Harper hitting his 300th career home run in the last game of the month, and it was a really good record for the Phillies of the month. I mean, August was awesome. It was so much fun. We're going to talk about it more in coming up and off the poll, and we're going to go through those moments. Uh, and I'm going to get a vote from you on a Twitter poll based on those moments. But here's why I bring all this up, right? It's crazy to think about all the stuff the Phillies accomplished in August. It almost feels like some of those were months ago, and you forget about them because they were doing so much good stuff. They had the uh, they had some cool opportunities. They played in the Little League uh, Classic out there in Williamsport. I, it's just so much fun stuff for the Philadelphia Phillies in the month of August. Probably the best month of their season so far, i got to venture to say. Uh, just purely on feel alone. I don't know record-wise if they had a better record in like June or July or whatever like that. But uh, August was definitely incredible. And here's why I bring this up. It's September now. So we have to reset our expectations. All of those magical moments in August, they were magical. They were also rare. Okay? You don't get to see guys throwing no-hitter all that often. You don't get to see guys hit their 300 home run all that often. You've never seen the Philadelphia Phillies hit 59 home runs in a month before. You don't get to see milestone home runs. Nick Castellanos hitting his 200th. Bryce Harper hitting his 300th. Uh, Weston Wilson hitting his 1th. Okay, first. I know what it's called. I just wanted to make it sound like the other stuff. But we need to reset our expectations, right? I had this conversation on the radio yesterday or today. I forget. The days are starting to, to run together a little bit. But about should we be expecting the Philadelphia Phillies to continue this type of offensive performance? Absolutely not. No way can you expect the Philadelphia Phillies to continue to do what they did over the month of August. They've never done that before. It was one of the top three to five offensive months when it comes to home runs in the history of baseball, okay? There's a couple other teams that have hit 59 before. There's only two teams that have ever hit more in a month. Like, you can't expect them to go out and someone else is going to throw a no-hitter and a bunch of guys are going to hit milestone home runs. and They're going to end up with nearly 60 on the month of September. Like, it doesn't mean that they're not going to have a good month, but you need to recognize how rare of a feat some of the stuff they did in August was and temper your expectations. If they go out and they have like three games or they don't go yard, it's not, ah, oh, this Phillies team stinks. If they go out and the pitching doesn't have deep starts at the start of the month here, it's not, oh, this team stinks. The most important thing to look at is are they winning baseball games, right? We've reached the point of the season where how they win matters less to me. How they win, there's no style points in September. You're trying to make the playoffs, you're trying to lock down your playoff seating. You're trying to get yourself a position where you can rest some guys going into the final week of the season and set up your rotation how you want it for a wild card series. You're trying to lock down home field advantage for the first round of the playoffs, something the Phillies did not have last year. You're trying to do all of that stuff. And none of that has to do with how many home runs you hit or how many no-hitters you throw or whether or not someone hits their 200th or 300th home run or whether or not you give a magical standing ovation to your shortstop who's underperforming. All that stuff is cool to look back on. 
I'm not poo-pooing that. I'm just saying, right, if the Phillies win every game the rest of the way, 14 to 13, and the pitching looks terrible, they're going to be a darn good baseball team. If they win every game one to nothing the rest of the way, and they get no hit in all every single game in uh, September, they're still winning games. I don't care how they do it. So that's the important thing, right? August was fun, but you need to understand how much of an anomaly August was for the Philadelphia Phillies. That's not the team they're going to be every day. It's the team they're capable of being. And let's just look at things this way real quick. I, I want to bring up a little bit of perspective because I was talking about this today. I want to share this on the podcast here. People have brought up to me many times. They're inconsistent. They're inconsistent. How can you trust them in October? How can you trust them in the postseason? Something's going to come back and bite them. This, that, and the other thing. I get what you're saying. So to win the wild card series, you got to win two games. To win the next round series, you got to win three of five. To win the next round after that, you've got to win uh, five of seven. To win the next one after, or sorry, five of seven, four of seven. To win the next one after that, the World Series, you got to win four of seven. So LCS four, World Series four, that's eight. Uh, DS three, that's 11. And then two in the wild card series, that's 13 games. You don't need the Philadelphia Phillies to be consistently the perfect baseball team. They just need to win 13 games. And they can lose their games in there. You just need this team to be a top-level team, the best team in baseball, for a period of 13 games. They were just incredible over the month of August. Uh, More than 13 games easily, right? We saw a power surge for that whole stretch. They They have the capability of doing it. I know they're inconsistent, but... The postseason short. Do you trust that this team can win 13 games? Because I do. I trust that they can be very good over that stretch. That's more what we're looking at, right? Consistency would be nice, but it's not 100% necessary when you look at how few games they have to win. They're going to end up winning about 90 games. Then you're going to go into the postseason and you have to win, let's see, 13 divided by 90. It's 14% of their wins on the season is all they'd have to win. Okay, I just I don't know any other way to put it. It's such a small sample size in the postseason. It happens so quickly. Consistency would be nice. It would make us feel better. But more important than consistency in baseball is who gets hot heading into October. The Phillies are just showing that when they get hot, they can be as hot as anyone in baseball. So just expectations for what you're looking forward to, how you expect them to play, what would be a successful month, all that stuff. I just wanted to lay that out because of how good of August was. I don't want us to fly too close to the sun uh, and start critiquing the Phillies for still playing some solid baseball in September if it's not quite what August was. Coming up, we're going to jump into off the pole. We're going to have a question about your favorite moment of August. There's four big ones. I already kind of laid them out. We'll go back through it. I'll explain to you what off the pole is if you're not familiar with the segment. Uh, And we'll do all that as we uh, get ready to wrap up. Locked on Phillies. Yes, it is time for off the pole. Real quick, I want to remind you, though, Phillies take on the Brewers, 8, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull up everything there. Off the pole, if you're not familiar with it, off the pole is like off the foul pole, but pole, I spell P-O-L-L, like a Twitter pole or like a a straw poll or anything like that. I'm basically jumping on Twitter and asking you your opinion on various questions about the Philadelphia Phillies. And you can chime in at Connor Thomas, nine, seven, five on Twitter at L O underscore Phillies on Twitter. Both of those accounts will have the Twitter poll. I'm not going to give you my thoughts. I'll give you my thoughts on Monday's episode 
I don't want to bias you and make an argument. And you say, oh, that's right. I want to know your unbiased opinion on the best moment of August in your mind. There's four. There's four easy ones. Well, it's not easy to choose from, but it's easy to pick the top four. The number one, uh, I'll just say Michael Lorenzen's no-hitter. The Michael Lorenzen no-hitter game. And when I say Michael Lorenzen's no-hitter, that encompasses everything that happened in that game, okay? One of the great regular season games you'll see in Philadelphia Phillies history. Uh, number two, Trey Turner standing ovation. Trey Turner standing ovation is something that may have saved the season. I'm not being tongue-in-cheek with that. Seriously, Trey Turner being back is such a huge part of this team. We'll see what he looks like in September, but uh, that was a huge moment in August. Number three is uh, the Phillies hit 59 home runs. I get that's more of an accomplishment than a moment, but the long ball surge, does that outweigh everything else? Was that your favorite part, just seeing them mash home runs uh, into the night at Citizens Bank Park or into the afternoon? I mean, they hit home runs at any point. And the final one is, Bryce Harper hits his 300th home run in a go-ahead shot against the Angels. Now that one, you got to be honest with yourself. You got you wipe off the loss. Okay, I don't care that they lost the game. I want you to vote on that one as just a moment in and of itself, right? How you felt when you saw him hit 300 and it was a go-ahead shot, and he came out of the dugout and kissed the Phillies on his jersey and said how he always wanted to be here. So those are your four options. I'll put that up on Twitter again at Connor Thomas 975 and at LO underscore Phillies on Twitter. And go ahead and jump on there and vote. Uh, I'd love to see your thoughts, and we will discuss on Monday's episode. But that's all for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube. Enjoy your Memorial Memorial. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Get all rested up because we got a lot of very important Phillies baseball to come. I need you rested, relaxed, and ready to go. And I also need you to rate, review, and subscribe to the YouTube and all that good stuff so you don't miss a thing down the stretch. Uh, for Philadelphia Phillies baseball and Locked On Phillies. Appreciate everyone who's already done that. And I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked On Phillies.